Thank you so much for joining us for the Thrive in Fertility podcast brought to you by the Quilla Institute. Because when you've reached the end of your fertility journey, I want you to be able to say, I lived well. I thrived. Thanks for joining us today. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Thrive in Fertility podcast. I'm Kathy Quillett, CEO of the Quilla Institute, and I just wanted to welcome you in to another episode and to this space where we talk about all things hard, mental health and infertility. Um, in this episode, um, you have me solo again, which is kind of a sweet spot for me. Um, I want to talk about something super sensitive and I want to talk about something that should be an amazing familial moment, but this year looking forward into it, it's just what I anticipate to be pretty hard for you. I want to talk about the holidays. When the week that I'm launching this, Halloween is the upcoming weekend. And after that, it's just an invitation to Thanksgiving and thankfulness and fall and family and reminiscing about the last year and gratitude. And then we're going to cross that precipice into Christmas where we celebrate a baby born to somebody who history tells us didn't have sex and where we go to church for whatever, and maybe it's a family tradition or maybe it's a belief system that you have. And we see an empty manger filled with a baby and all the while your arms are still empty. I remember those moments. I remember as I was processing, um, starting this episode, I remember going to my husband's work Christmas party in the throes of infertility, and I had just lost our first miscarriage, and I was raw and vulnerable, and everything in me just didn't want to put on pants. I wanted to stay home in sweatpants, and I wanted to stay home in my safe little cocoon, but off to this party we went, and what was supposed to be the really, really happy moment of it was, um, an elephant gift exchange. And when I say that there were no rules, there were no rules for this whatsoever. Like there were dead animals that went sometimes there was all sorts of phallic gifts and sexual innuendos that were hilarious. And that year I opened somebody's baby announcement. They were pregnant and they announced it then. And while I was so happy for them because they were walking the road of infertility too, I was so happy for them, but I left broken. I left wounded and feeling so unsafe. And if I had a crystal ball into your brain, what I would anticipate for a lot of you as it is in the Thrive Society um, our membership group with the Quilla Institute and my clients are saying is I'm already so aware of the pain that's coming. I have to travel home, most likely by car this year because COVID 2020. I have to go home and there are babies and I have to watch people that have children, the children that I want, my siblings, my younger siblings, I have to watch their children open gifts. And I'm happy about that, but I'm sad and I'm angry for myself. Or I have to go sit around 
a Thanksgiving table and I have to say what I'm grateful for this year. And let me just say that there's probably very few people that have an entire year to be grateful for this year. This year has just been heavy. What I tell my clients sometimes is we just think about the heaviness of this season as COVID has in this whole year with the pandemic and everything has handed us depression on a silver platter. Whether our mood is greatly impacted to depression or not, what we are supposed to do and how we are supposed to live mimics depression. We're supposed to isolate. That's a symptom of depression. We can't do the things that we love. That's a symptom of depression. Maybe we're drinking more. Sometimes that's a symptom of depression. Our eating has changed. Our sleeping has changed. We feel hopeless. We can't concentrate while we're supposed to be doing work because we're doing it at home. Those are symptoms of depression. We don't know when this is going to end, but we just know it's hard. Depression. And then you add our infertile journey on top of it. And going home and being merry for the holidays feels like a task that is too much. My clients unanimously are saying, I just don't want to go. And do you want to know what my answer is? Don't go. What would it look like for you, friend, this year if you said, this year is too hard. I lost my pregnancy. I lost my hope. I lost my relationships. I lost too much this year. I don't feel like I can go into the lion's den of merriment with the holidays with maybe my brother and his wife who have been trying for so long and they just did IVF. What if they're going to announce? Or what if this person has their baby before and the baby comes? Or what if Granny Aunt Jane says, are you guys pregnant yet? What if there are expectations that we are the babysitters so that the other siblings and my nieces and nephews can go out because we're the ones without kids and they're the ones that deserve a break? I love Mama Brene Brown. Let me just tell you, I love her work. Obviously don't know her personally, although that would be a treat. She has a quote that says, daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves even when we risk disappointing others. I'm going to read that again in a minute. But I think what I hear when I say to my clients, what if you don't go? They say, oh, my mom's going to be so mad. My grandma, I, I don't, I don't, I can't even deal with the disappointment on her face. Then they'll just think I'm that person that can't get over my, myself. And, and they're going to say that I'm selfish. I'm going to read the quote again by Mama Brene. Daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves, even when we risk disappointing others. It is saying, I love me. I love us. I love our story. I love our mental health enough to risk making a boundary for myself for the holidays. Now, listen, I'm not counting you out of every holiday here. What I'm saying is, what if you go late? What if you don't go to your husband's holiday party? What if you don't 
go on time? What if you leave early? What if you can say, I don't know that I can come for this part of it, but I can show up for this. What is your honest? That's a real question. Obviously, you're not going to tell me right now, but in your heart while you listen to this, if you could be honest and say, self, what feels okay to me this year? What is it? If you didn't have to worry about disappointing a soul, and what if you could give voice to your inner heartache and say, I can do this this year. That's all I have. Maybe you go Christmas morning. Maybe you don't go Christmas Eve. Maybe you go to one side of the family and just tell the other side of the family, I, we just can't this year. We really want to come see you for the holidays. Blame it on COVID. Can we come in March when it just doesn't feel so big? I always tell people that baby shower invitations are not a subpoena and neither are holiday invitations. You can say no to experiences or traditions that are hard. I want this podcast. I want my business to be a permission slip for you to give voice to what you need. We've talked in past episodes that you're living in the middle of a trauma. You're living in the middle of a trauma. You're hypervigilant. You're more irritable sometimes in the middle of infertility. You're anxious. You might be struggling with symptoms of depression. Your concentration is down. All things are wrapped up in your fertility. All things. It is hard to table it in the middle of infertility. But I want you to give yourself permission to say, my year has been hard. Everybody's year has been hard. It's tough to even look. It's tough to even look into the holidays past the election. I'm not going to say another word about that because that is such a divisive place to go. But even looking to the election has so many people stressed. And then come the holidays. And then come the holidays. What if Hanukkah plans feel too overwhelming? What part then of Hanukkah feels manageable to you? What can you do? What honors you? What honors your partner? What honors your relationship? A little bit what honors your family. Yes, that is so important. It is really important. But so is having the courage to say, you know what, mom and dad, I really want to be there. It feels too much this year. It feels too much. Here's what I can do. Okay, now let's just talk about these conversations that you might have if you feel the need to make boundaries for yourself. These conversations need to be spoken with iMessages. Mom, this year, I cannot come. I know that's going to be disappointing to you. I, I understand that. And I'm sorry. That being said, my answer is this. Be direct. I know I just said I'm sorry. What we're saying is I'm sorry for your feelings. Be unapologetic for yours. Stand in confidence. Listen. I am not trying to encourage you to seek family drama, okay? You know what you can do 
with your family, you also know that there might be some other things that might feel too big. There might be some other things that feel too big. Another thing, it is, I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers, it is age appropriate for those of us of child rearing age. I just chuckled a little bit in my mind as I said that because I'm just about out of it. But it is okay for us of child rearing age to say that my family, the one I'm creating with my partner, is my focus this year and I will spend my Christmas morning at home with a family I'm creating. This year, as in years in the past, my husband and I have chosen, these are going to be our plans here. You are invited, but these are our plans as adults. You are welcome in, but we're not going. Because this is appropriate, and I said this even before we had kids, this is what we're doing with our family. We can come to you on these dates, but on this date, these are our plans. You guys, that is natural and appropriate. I know it doesn't feel like it. I'm not anti-family. Please hear me when I say that. I love our families. But this year, I think I'm, I'm probably overbeating a dead horse here because I want you to feel the passion and the importance of your voice. That's it. I want you to feel the passion and the importance of your voice. I'm going to read Brene one more time. Daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves even when we risk disappointing others. I think boundaries are hard. I think they're really hard. But exercising them and maybe making a small boundary, starting there might feel okay. And then build up into things that might feel more appropriate for your entire story. Okay. I hope that you hear my heart in this. If you have, if you just want to run something by me, Kathy at the Institute.com. If you're thinking, oh my gosh, is this inappropriate? I don't want to ruffle feathers. Shoot me an email. I'm happy to email you back. Okay. Let me tell you about some other things that the Quilla Institute has before we go. We have our Thrive Society, guys, and it is growing and it is fun. And I'm going to start going over there with information. Um, in fact, I just made a post not too long ago that said, write me every question you want me to answer. I'm going to answer it. And if I can't answer it, if it's not in my niche, I'm going to bring somebody in who can. You guys, this week I'm recording two podcasts of people that I just can't wait to introduce you to. One you actually know, and the other one you're going to wish that you had known for a really long time because they're both absolute gems. So stay with us. Look back next week. Give yourself permission to thrive. Give yourself permission for self-care and give yourself permission for boundaries. I hope that you have a really lovely week. Thanks for entering into this space and allowing me into yours. Have a great week, y'all. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Thrive in Fertility brought to you by the Quillet Institute. Don't forget to check us out online at thequillettinstitute.com or at the Quillet Institute on Instagram and Facebook. Have a great day.